episode of XOXO, Amanda and Becky talk about Gossip Girl. I'm Amanda. I'm Becky. Today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 14. Uh, I think this episode is called The Backup Dan. (laughs) It's so bad. It is called that. Um, And I am going to Gossip Girl Season 5. Give me one moment. I'm going to see who directed this. Um, directed by someone named David Warren. Have we heard from this person before? And he does not have a Wikipedia. So that is IMDb. It doesn't appear that he has an IMDb when you search it. This guy just like... He just directed the... Well, okay, so there is... David Warren, CEO, CIO, DW Partners, LP. DW, like, from Arthur? Probably. Sorry. <laughs> Did you see those, <laughs> those like, Arthur today? Like, how they had the Arthur, like, all grown up or whatever? Possibly. When was this? I don't know. I just saw um, images on Twitter of it, and it was really making me chuckle. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. But like, let's see if I can find any of this. <laughs> I love Twitter sometimes. Oh yeah, Abermouth all grown up. Is that? Wait, I'm I'm sending you. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> this is so rude. Oh, I love it. Anyone who wants to see these tweets, please contact me directly. <laughs> I just sent you one. It might take a second for it to get to your phone. I'm probably however looking techn- at it. However technology works. It's this moonlight. <laughs> Wait, there's one. Oh my god. It. Oh my god. That's incredible. That's so funny. What, the tweet? Yeah. Okay, I'm sending you one other one that's really funny. And then we can talk about this god for show. Obsessed. <laughs> okay, wait. I want to see. Oh no. <laughs> DW is a cop. <laughs> and Kamala. <laughs> it's giving Kamala. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. All anyway. Right. <laughs> sidebar. Um, yeah, so this is a this is sort of an episode about the fallout from um Blair's crazy wedding. Yes. Um Her- poor choices that she's made god um yeah (laughs) this well it's just a doozy i have the first thing i'm gonna say is that it does seem like at least at least serena's her outfit was the same but i feel like her hair was different in this episode it was the same the same it was the same. It might have gotten like it was too. It looked I remember, messy. Maybe it got messier progressed, but that would make sense if they're because it is. Usually, we don't get an. Well, do we usually get an episode that's like c- covering only this short amount of time? I feel like usually it spans like weeks, Three days. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's her hair. I do because I did go back and I was like, oh yeah, her hair is kind of teased and looking a little, a little. For wear, just yeah. teased, just simply yeah. teased. Um, so okay, yeah, so 
as we all remember, Blair is being like extorted. <laughs> well, we don't we find that out in this episode. Blair is has been trapped in this marriage, basically. Yeah, and trapped, I guess. <laughs> and um she we don't know why she would have to stay married to him in this in the last episode. In this episode, we find out that because of the prenup she signed, she would have to pay a dowry, an enormous dowry, to the Grimaldi family. And I looked this up because I was like, it seems crazy to me that the bride who is wealthy but not royalty. Right would have to pay a dowry to the royal family. Like, I feel like it usually goes in the other direction. I feel like mm -hmm. the man us usually pays a dowry to the wife's family in most dowry, cult like what most cultures like that do give get do dowries. Or whatever? Yeah, to like take her to take, that's like people want, to have is that the sons. way it goes? Yeah, people want to have sons, and when they have daughters, the like, the value of having a daughter. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I think they pay the husband's family because they're like, we're trying to get rid of her. Maybe <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Just a bunch of two whitey Americans who don't remember how towers work. <laughs> Okay, well... Transferred I by just, the bride to the groom. Oh, yeah, you're right. I am um, right. Ha-ha, So, bitches. yeah, I mean, it just... But it just... It does feel, like, a little bit crazy. But I looked it up, and it turns out that Grace Kelly gave up all... Like, all of her money to pay a dowry when she married the Prince of Monaco. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so this might actually be, like, somewhat historic. Well, that was, like, in, like, the 40s, wasn't it? Um... It was, hold on, let me find out. In the 50s? Um, she paid $2 million. Um, and she only had $10,000 to her name when she died. Jesus. Well, when did she get married? 1956. Okay. 1956 to I'm gonna see what that is in okay so today that would be 21 million dollars approximately um I think yeah that's a lot of money but uh I feel like they could sell that townhouse that no one's living in well besides. I assume yeah, I mean, Serena I, and Blair. I, I mean, Chuck, we know, I think, canonically is a billionaire. Yes, which so, comes up later in the episode. I was like, I don't understand why Chuck wouldn't just pay this. And like, he does offer. Blair is just being so difficult and annoying. I'm like, it's fine. Um, Yeah, I mean, well, we can get into it. So, so... Let's just, I thought this episode was like kind of boring. Um, it didn't really do anything for me. I don't know if you have 
Yeah, it was, I mean, I watched, like, the first, like, ten minutes on the train, and then I was cooking dinner, (laughs) walking away. So, let's just kind of go through the main beats of the story. So, um, so Blair runs away with Dan. They go to the airport. Blair does not have anything with her. She is trying to go to the Dominican... She's in... She is in her wedding dress. In her wedding she, dress. And she literally has no possession. She doesn't have her phone. She doesn't have a license. Like, literally, she has nothing. She has no money. So she she's at the airport with Dan. She wants to go to the Dominican Republic. Is that right? Because mm-hmm. she wants to get a quickie divorce. And that is what Elizabeth Taylor did. Um, Like, you can... Apparently, you don't need the groom to, like, have anything to do with the divorce or something in the Dominican Republic. So, okay. I mean, I would love for there to have been a little bit more research that went into this plan. This is such a, like, a like an era before smartphones <laughs> kind of plan where you're just kind of relying on something you read in a celebrity biography mm-hmm. instead of like doing even the most cursory research to figure out like what an appropriate strategy would be here. Um, so she goes to felt like they were really only relying on the jet blue desk. Yeah. I mean, maybe those are the like... only flights that go to the DR, but um, yeah. So she doesn't have her credit card. She goes, she's trying to buy a ticket. This. Okay. She, Dan buys a ticket for her. They get right. There's like this kind of nonsense where like she's getting recognized. So she buys like this. I love New York t-shirt and changes out of her wedding dress. And Dan buys her a ticket. And then she's trying to board the flight or she's trying to like get through, but she doesn't have her passport. And if this were like 1998, it would be like, okay, but Right, in post 20, 9/11. In 2012, it's like you thought you were going to get through TSA with no passport, with a like tabloid. Are you stupid? <laughs> yes, I think we've established that she is stupid. So, um, she can't go through. She can't like get through. I don't think she can even like buy a ticket. Well, Dan it, buys her a ticket. But if you're traveling internationally, don't you like don't they like need your passport number to even like allow you to purchase it? Probably, but it sounded like at one okay, point Gossip yeah. Girl was like, I hope your ticket was refundable because you're not going to the Dominican Republic or something. So I think <laughs> it was like very it was a great catchy line. <laughs> oh, she go and Dan go to a hotel and in the meantime, Serena and Chuck have figured out – God. They think – it's like they get a call oh, – yeah. At the beginning of the episode, yeah, Chuck gets a Chuck. call and it suggests – or Serena gets a call that Blair is in – oh, no. Chuck gets a call from the hotel, from the yeah, Empire. saying that Blair is there. There is I was confused about. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. It was Georgina. She lied. Georgina oh, is, which is at, annoying. Yeah, at, obviously. So Georgina is at Blu- at Blux, at Chuck's. <laughs> and, 
And I thought I said that it was chair. Is it it is. No, it's, I mean, I think it could, we could go either way on that one. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, so Georgina tells, does she tell them? They like figure out they should go to um, Blair's townhouse, Blair's home. And they find Dorota there locked in the closet. But Georgina, Georgina Georgina locked her in the closet. I don't get what Georgina's like. I don't get what her end game is. I'm I, very confused about what is she like trying her, to get out of this. It feels so me. We have not seen her in such a long time that the stakes of her involvement feel so ridiculous. It's like who who is this person again? Like I know that and we. It's so random, and also I'm like confused because like in okay. Also, like sorry to bring up Russia. This is like a tough day to. I'm sorry. She married a Russian person who has like an American accent, and I'm like they couldn't have hired someone and like given him like. I'm just so confused. Like it's just oh you married an American or you yeah. like. Yeah. You didn't marry a Russian? Like, don't tell me this person is Russian and, like, not give him, like, a Russian accent. Like, are you kidding me? This is so lame. This payoff sucks. <laughs> it's, I, like, I am so far removed from that storyline that I don't even, like, remember the, like, the that situation. And I don't want to talk about it because it's just so unimportant to me. It's so um, boring. So, but he, I will say towards the end of the episode, we're like skipping around, but he plays, he does such an, they clearly are like, we need him to like do exposition because it doesn't make sense why Georgina <laughs> is doing this. And so she's like, cause we know as of the end of last episode that she's like running the Gossip Girl account now. So right. she's like posting all these updates on Gossip Girl and he's like, but Georgina, why would you do this? Because now that Blair and Louie are doing this, I need to, I don't understand why you would do that. And it's like, it just is like, they're like the writers were like, guys, this doesn't make sense. I feel like we need, we need to like put this person in so that Georgina is forced to explain. Cause it doesn't like, it, there's no way people are going to understand without like a, just a full blown explanation, which is true. But I don't think that, exposition actually helped me in any way no it i mean it's just really uh, like everything else in the show very opaque <laughs> the reasoning Extremely. very confusing mm -hmm. so okay <sighs> chuck and serena find dorota in the closet and dorota tells them that blair called and she is at this hotel and so she they leave to go to the hotel. And meanwhile, Georgina has been outside waiting for them. So she follows them. And then I presume that she gave that information to the Monaco people. And that's how they figured out where Blair was. Because that part wasn't fully explained, but that was my, I mean, that like, I think. Huh. Makes I didn't even think about that. How did they figure out where she was there? I think they saw, they saw that she was at the airport and then some i don't know i'm honestly not sure i would like to talk about this hotel 
Because Blair goes into this hotel like, ugh, this is, I was like, that's a nice hotel room. It looked like big <laughs> for like a hotel like off of like either LaGuardia or JFK. I'm not sure which airport they were. You didn't think that you don't think they went to Newark? No, they said that they were in Queens. I think that they were probably outside of LaGuardia because that's closer to the Upper East Side. But I'm just like, I cannot imagine. Like, I feel like if you get it a hotel right near the airport it's like really gross or like just really sad and I was like that hotel looks like fine looks like fine there's nothing wrong with it there's that one airport like right outside of Logan that has really cool windows do you know which one I'm talking about it has like wait a hotel you mean what did I say you said airport oh no hotel right outside of Logan that has really cool windows I'm going to see if I can figure out. I don't know, but I believe you. Um, it's important. Unless they were at, like, because there's that new airport attached to LaGuardia that's, like, it's, like, it's the 60s or whatever. And, like, I don't really get what it is. Like the, Have you heard about this? Like a, like a TWA thing? Yeah, is that what it is? Maybe. I think I, I know what you're talking about. I don't about. really get what it is, but like, that's, <laughs> I'm not like staying at a hotel attached to an airport. Um, I think it's the Hilton, the boss, the Hilton, Boston, Boston, Logan. Okay. I'm looking. This is fascinating for our listeners, I'm sure. Our listeners Logan. love this. Yeah, that's true. Logan. Okay. Let's see, I'm looking at images. Oh, right. I don't know if I'm looking at the same thing. Oh, with like the big, like, what is that disc? Yeah, that's in the middle. Hmm? I don't know. Is it like solar panels? I don't think so. It's been there forever. What is it? Go weird. What? Though. I think that's part of the, ho- that's like in the lobby. There's like a big. Oh, that's, like, part of the, like, design? Yeah. Ew. Odd. Huh. Interesting. I It looks like it has to serve some, like, sort of real function, but you're right. I think it is just windows. Windows. Weird. It looks like a spaceship. Anyway. Or, like, a satellite disk. But I feel like the, I feel like that's a, probably a pretty nice hotel. I'm sure there's something. Oh, I'm sure. It's lovely. But there's something more <laughs> This is scale. an ad for the Hilton outside of the Boston Airport. <laughs> outside of Logan Airport, Boston. Anyway. Okay. Should we even touch on the Nate storyline? I think we have to because I feel like it's going to come up again. Um do we okay so Nate I just felt like Lily's like involvement was so inappropriate (laughs) when is it not when is anything Lily does appropriate this was bizarre to me I was like what are you doing get out of here um so Nate really wants to date this cater waiter who's at Juilliard Mm-hmm. Who is the real <coughs> Charlie Rhodes? Spoiler alert. Yeah, obviously. And it's just really <laughs> funny because, okay, I'll say this. On the one hand, it makes it makes um, 
Lily look a little bit stupid that she doesn't put this together. But on the other hand, the idea of your sister hiring an actress to play your daughter is like so insane that it's like, yeah, I don't think the first thing that I would think would be like, oh, this person happened. I would think like, oh, this person happens to have the same name as my niece. But obviously. But she's like. I get that it's like, oh, I haven't seen my kid in, like, I haven't seen this kid in, like, over, what, like, 10 years or something. But it's like, they don't look that similar. Like, Ivy doesn't really look, like, I think it's like, blonde, with, like, white I think it's, him. like, close enough that you could be like, puberty was weird for, <laughs> for this kid. <laughs> but also, like, as a reminder... Like, Facebook was very popular. Very popular. I had a Facebook account starting in, like, 2005 or 2006. And I was very active on it through, I mean, like, up until recently, I was pretty active. (coughs) So it just, like... Well, but don't you remember, like, Max, Ivy's boyfriend, was like, she's lying about who she is. Like, I feel like I would start being like, You would like, be like, oh, this weird. is, like, there are some weird coincidences. And, like, yeah, you don't look as much like my niece as I would have, like, assumed. And this other person does look like my niece. And you also think Lily probably very much in 10 years, if anything, wouldn't lola remember lily it's very weird or like at minimum like wouldn't if they even if they had not if she'd never met lily surely she'd like seen photos of her before but i think the thing is is that well okay so it seems like she's been like quote-unquote like sheltered by her mom So maybe she hasn't met Lily past, like, a baby. Maybe. Like, maybe she met her when she was, like, three or something. And, like, when you're three, you don't really remember someone. Or even, like, six, you don't necessarily remember someone. I think that it it just is, like, strange that... Yeah, nobody's putting it together. Well, and, like, that Lola would never have, like, looked up her aunt, but maybe she, like... She doesn't know that her aunt exists? Maybe she doesn't know that her aunt exists, or, like... That seems weird. Even, I think... I like, think Carol's pretty nuts. Sure. Oh, boy. Come on, you can't argue with that. Carol's crazy. I really crazy. have, like, a lot of... I have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. That, like, this, the Carol stuff just simply does not make sense to me. I, I mean, I don't care about it at all. It's like, I don't care about Carol. Sorry. She's so boring. This is just like, I don't... Okay, so rewatching the OC, as I've probably done this, probably like the third time I've rewatched the OC in the span of us recording this podcast, but... And I'm sure I've said this before, but it really is incredible how much better that show incorporates the adult characters like they're actually like you want and I think it's maybe just that the actors are better like um Peter Gallagher just like is amazing yeah yeah and is like also a smoke show so that's sure he's very good looking um those eyebrows he doesn't he does not do it for me those well, eyebrows are a you've lot. acknowledged the OC because he's very charming in the show, but 
I'm sure he is, but just like on a purely physical level, he's just not my type. Well, well, he's not my type either. (laughs) He's a man, but um, but like even from an objective, like no, I think he's objectively very attractive. But anyway, but that regardless, we can talk about this endlessly, I'm sure. But it really is incredible. A show that's like I believe created by I think Josh Schwartz was involved in the development or creation of this show of Gossip Girl. And created and, like, wrote the OC. And somehow there's just, like, I don't know if it's just, like, the source material wasn't there or whatever. But it's, like, the the par- parental figures on the show are so uninteresting. And I don't know if it's the actors. I don't know if it's the writing. The uh, I will say, having read the first Gossip Girl book, I do think the source material is quite bad is weak yeah i mean it's it's like <laughs> shocked to hear it's that. it's like kind of egregiously and not even just bad but like thin and yeah just like oh god just disappointing yeah. <laughs> i mean that doesn't surprise me really um but yeah there's just it's really tough to have to care about Lily and Rufus. It's just like, especially Rufus, he just like continues to like become worse and worse and worse as the episodes. He has nothing. There's nothing compelling about Rufus. Nothing. Literally nothing compelling about him. Yeah. Anyway, so I think he is going down as, I think because it's like, he's not even like like, Georgina sucks, but at least she's, like, crazy and, like, chaotic. We've definitely already talked about this. Rufus is just such a waste of space. Sorry to be rude, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, let's let's uh, let's uh wrap up the Nate stuff. So Nate is trying to date Lola, mm-hmm. and she doesn't seem super interested in him or he doesn't seem interested in her i sort of wasn't paying attention it's to because this, so i'm not she they're at his they like are hanging he's like helping her like load up and i just kept thinking about how insane it was that like this is supposed to be a royal wedding and she's like loading like milk crates into the back of like a van <laughs> but um she ends up going over to his apartment and she gets a call from Carol, but she lies and says, and then she's like, mom, I can't like, I'm like, stu- like, I'm like busy. I'm at the library. I'm studying. It's snowing. And then Nate's like, who was that? And she's like, it was my boss. And then he was like, actually, let's not hang out. Cause he's like, you're like, what? Like, why are you lying? I feel like I just, stuff? I like blacked out at this part of the episode i literally have no memory of it at all what are you drinking by the way it looks so good i'm drinking a really good sour beer i like how you say it looks so good it's just like a yellow it looks like just like a cloudy yellow it just looks it looks like exactly what i want right now <laughs> only have too Guinness. Bad it's so heavy too bad you're not here <laughs> I got this sour. I got this sour beer at a bodega in my neighborhood. It's like peach sour beer or something. I'll see. I'll like send you a picture of the box. I think it's a brewery from upstate New York, maybe. 
Incredible. Um, when we when we finish the recording, I'll talk to you more about beer. But for the time, can... it was so funny. Amanda, um, mom was telling Liz about the sour beer that we had in um in Moorhead. Was that where we had our try yeah, sour junkyard. beer? And she was like, "Ugh, I hate this." <laughs> She was like, she was like, I did not like it. Were you there with me when she told this story? I'm like trying to remember what the context was. It was funny. I was like, okay, mom, that's enough from you. <laughs> they have that brewery. Love that brewery and I miss it. They have a peanut butter stout that is oh, like. That I can't do. That sounds so uh, heavy. It's, it's so, you can only drink like half a pint of it because it's really intense. But um, <clears throat> it is. So it's like drinking a Reese's cup, but not, it's, yeah. but it's not sweet. It just right. like, it's delicious. Um, anyway. Okay. At the end of the episode. So, okay. So yeah. So they like, so she leaves and then because he's like, it's very weird. He's like, she's, he makes her a martini and then she's like, I want a cold beer. It's like, oh, she's a cool girl. She drinks beer. She doesn't want a martini. And she goes, is that too blue collar? I'm like, what? who wrote this show? This is so bad. And then he's like, no, that's cool. You're a girl. You drink beer. That's cool. And then he hears her lying. And then he asks her and she lies. And he's like, actually, I retract the beer. It's very awkward. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, so at the end of the episode, Lily, like, talks to Nate, I guess, off screen, and is like, because the Lola told Lily, who, oh God, it's like very convoluted. <laughs> Lola and Lily are in Lily's apartment, and mm -hmm. Lily's like, oh, it's you, the person I thought was my niece. <laughs> And Lola's like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? And then she's like, I like this guy. And, <laughs> and Lily's like, let me interview for you. So then Nate goes and sees She's Lola. like, I should have known. His name was Nate. And then Lily's like, ooh, I can, I can uh, intervene and butt into the situation that I I'm not like involved in. I don't remember what her list of other names was, but it was like, that's an interesting list. It was like... Bud and like Josh. <laughs> I was gonna say like Jebediah. That's not it. I don't think that one was. She on just her started list. naming all of the kids from Sixteen Kids and Counting or whatever many fucking kids there are now. I'm watching a lot of TikToks about that family. Ooh, remember when that one kid molested the other kids? Sorry, it's not funny. Like really bad. Like... Well. The more I learn, the more it's like, ay, 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 this is, a, they, these people are like truly heinous individuals. Yeah, they're cursed. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sorry end, we are that. trying to just get to the end of this very unimportant part of the story. But basically at the end, <clears throat> Nate asks Lola out again and she's like, no, <laughs> and leaves. Yeah, what is her reasoning? Is it like, oh, this is gonna be like a just oh, because she's like, I shouldn't be getting involved in like society life. Yeah, or whatever. she's like, she's like, your life is fun to hear about, but I don't think I want to be involved in it. Which is fair. Yeah. 
Seems okay. like a fucking chaotic mess. It does. Is. It fully 100%. There is going to be nothing but tears for this woman. Also, she definitely like saw that horrifying picture of the just underwear crotch situation. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. yeah Never yeah, forget yeah. that artwork. Yeah, it's burning. And I to say my artwork with very intense quotation marks. Um. Oh boy. Okay, so I I feel like all the other storylines are sort of just one storyline. So yeah. So we're at the hotel. Blair is there with Dan. They get into a little bit of a tiff because Blair tells him he should have told Serena, and. Dan is like, you realize Serena is included in, like, the everyone you told me not to tell. Yeah. Um, which is fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so they're all talking, and Blair explains. And then the Grimaldi show up, and they're like, you have to come with us. Otherwise, your family is going to have to pay a gazillion dollars. And so Blair, Chuck offers to pay the dowry because he's a billionaire. And Blair is like, no, you can't buy my freedom. We have to start off as equals. It's just one more stupid roadblock between them and between them getting together. That's preventing Mm -hmm. them from getting together, which is so annoying. It's like, again, I understand why. We just have to keep making things more complicated, but like, no, it's the most convoluted, insane roadblock. It's insane. It it's like what? This is there's so many, and it's like it's not even like her family can't afford to pay this. Again, sell the fucking townhouse. That thing's got to be worth at least twelve million dollars. <sighs> it's wild. So anyway, but at the end of the episode. Blair is leaving with Louis. A few loose threads. Number one, we still there. It was suggested that or Serena was accused by Georgina of Mm -hmm. being the one who sent in the video of Blair confessing her feelings to Chuck. Serena Serena had the camera in her purse. Mm -hmm. And Serena just, Serena doesn't deny it. And then Later at the toward the end of the episode, Serena is telling Chuck, like, you're by the way, you're like, you're welcome for covering for you. I know you sent the video in. And Chuck is like, I didn't send the video in. And then mm-hmm. like, who could it have been? And the camera pans to Dan. <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> I, this I really felt like was like very hardcore, like beginning of you. Yeah, like, for sure. Him standing around like a like a corner, like peeking around, like hoo, hoo, hoo. bad. This news. is seriously the beginning of Dan's descent into madness. <laughs> it's just so tough, and it's just like. Yeah, because Eleanor is like, I can do whatever, like, to help. And Serena's like, and Eleanor makes this impassioned speech, like, you will never take my daughter away. And then Blair's like, actually, he will. And it's like, Blair, like, this is the most masochistic, this is like some bullshit. This is so stupid. Why are you doing this? Um, 
It's real dumb. I feel like this is one of those things that is just like, it's one of those storylines that it's like, okay, can we just, we all know that this is not going to go on for a year. (laughs) I know, seriously. So I'm just waiting for this one to be over. Um, Oh God, what else is there to talk about with this episode? Oh, it's like you, Serena and Dan. Oh yeah, Serena's like in love with Dan, and Dan is in love with Blair. And then Serena is basically like, "What the fuck? Like, at least don't like, don't be an asshole." Basically, like, don't fuck with me. But yeah, there's not really that much fun stuff to talk about because it's like you're seeing all the same outfits from last episode. Um, we already talked about the hotel room in depth. Hotel room in depth. Um, I think they're probably at LaGuardia. Not and much. Renovations not much. Not much. there. Um, I don't know. That's kind of it. I guess it's just like I'm ready. This season, I'm like, I can't believe there's like 10 more. I'm sure there's like, I'm like, how on earth is there more? Like, what other stupid hijinks is this show? It's just so funny. Like, the Charlie storyline, like, when you look at it, like, out of this, like, you, like, zoom out and you're like, this is so irrelevant to, like, everything. Like, who cares? There's, like, nothing at stake for any of the main characters. This is just some stupid bullshit to, like, keep the show going. <laughs> yeah. is... And I guess to, like, give Nate something to do. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> oh, man. Woof. Yeah, there's not, they didn't have enough main, female main characters on this show at the end of the day because Jenny didn't pan out. Oh, sure. And so you have Dan, Nate, and Chuck, Chuck. who are competing basically for Serena and Blair. Right. Some, like, other people sort of thrown in here and there. Vanessa did not last. Jenny did not last. So you, you really needed... I think one more female character to really anchor that and give them some like additional romantic like I know and that's why Nate is always like sidelined with these like other random women because there's no he's he's already dated Blair that didn't work out yeah and he and Serena are like that's yeah I think it's like oh the the writers probably saw like oh audience is really like Chuck and Blair, aka Block or Chair, and then Serena and Dan are like, I guess we'll just like have them in the ring. Did you see that Jessica Zor had fucking Ed Westwick? Did we already talk about this? She had Ed Westwick on her podcast. That's really bad. Really bad. Really, really bad. So now I'm definitely not listening to that shit. That's not. Besides the Seems fact like... that she's fucking stealing our podcasting. <laughs> it's so bad. They used to date, apparently. I think it's just, like, we've all collectively, like, forgotten about, like, all these horrible things these men have done. It's like, we've... I haven't forgotten. Well, I haven't, no, I mean... I haven't forgotten I certain, a single I certainly thing. Haven't. I hold a grudge, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, same. Um... Oh, I'm still constantly, and I know it's problematic because now he's dead, but I'm still constantly reminding people that Kobe Bryant was a rapist. People love to on, and I'm like, he was like a monster. 
Anyway, alleged rapist, whatever. Are bad. I mean, like a lot of women are bad too, but a lot of men. Yes. A lot of men are bad. I'm and just, we can't the let end, them get away with it. I know. The end Westwick of it all. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's just horrifying. So, yeah, don't listen to her bullshit podcast. Yeah, because... stick with us. We yeah, don't have any us. problematic men on our podcast. <laughs> so we've never had a guest before because no one's interested <laughs> in being a guest. I think Liz said that she would, uh... If you wanted to excuse yourself at any point, she would She'd step in. Step in. <laughs> that could be good for my mental health. No, <laughs> I am going to finish this out because I'm not a quitter. Yes, no, you're not. God bless. Um, okay, well, any recommendations for our many fans, I'm sure? Um, oh, recommendations. Uh, not a lot. Um, this week, I feel like I've just been listening to the same things. I'm reading the same thing I was reading last week mm-hmm. and um, just really uh, feeling bad about Ukraine. Seriously. Yeah. I have it's fucked. some maybe controversial takes that I'm not going to share on this podcast because I don't want to get canceled, but I'll tell you Ooh, after we. Yeah, I want to hear that. <laughs> DM us for Amanda's hot takes on uh, the war. Ooh, it's not hey, funny. Well, but... I'll, uh, I'll, Becky can vet my takes and if they're not cancel worthy, maybe we'll be willing okay. to share them. Um, yeah. Do you have recommendations? I watched Spencer. Yeah. It was crazy. It's really a lot. I enjoyed it. I thought I thought Chris Stewart was amazing. I thought I, she was really good. I thought she was good too, but I was very aware the whole time that it was Kristen Stewart. Oh yeah, completely. It's so I mean like even like her just she just her, looks like Chris. I mean it's like she does. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't have a great face for like transforming. No. And Diana had such a especially her nose was so like distinctive looking. Yes. She d- yeah. And like I I don't have a lot. Diana died in 1997 when I was 8 years old. And I don't so I don't have a lot of memories of her like like seeing her on the news or like experiencing her demeanor, but like this depiction of Diana, I thought was like it was. I just thought it was, thought it was strange. I don't know if it was accurate. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I don't think I've like literally ever seen an interview with her, and I don't really care to. Like, I don't care about Princess Diana like at all. Honestly, I thought. She was very sad. Like she was. A, I, think I think she Kristen's... was like a like a pretty good person. Especially, yes, I think... and she was like, I think it was real. She was really like the canary in the coal mine. Although yeah. royalty is like bad, always. <laughs> but like it was really like oh, the royal family. Yeah. Really like fucked. drove this person. Not quite to her death, exactly, but like basically, like yeah, into yeah. into a life that was into a situation that was like sort of beyond her control. No, absolutely, and I don't know if Kristen Stewart was accurately playing Princess Diana. However, I think she did play a character well. 
Yeah. If that just, makes sense. It just felt very like everything was very like breathy. And, it like, was very breathy. She didn't like, yeah, I was like, I, I watched it with Liz and I was like, why is she whispering this entire <laughs> like performance? Yeah. And I think that might have been the only way that she could like do a British accent, which I'm fine with. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm like recommending it like left and right. It was just a crazy movie and I haven't watched The Crown, so I don't know if it's like atmospherically tied i mean i know that like I would the director yeah. yeah so i don't know it was like interesting i love kristen stewart i'm a i'm an uh kristen stewart apologist um so i <laughs> i like kristen stewart a lot i think she's great i think she's uh very attractive yeah she is anyway um <laughs> I have I have more thoughts on the royal family that like we don't need to get into, but I do. Incre- I thought that like when I was in college, we got up at four in the morning to watch uh, yeah. the royal wedding. It was like a whole thing. I got up early to watch Meghan and Harry get married, and the more time I spend learning about the royal family, the more it's like, wow, these people are really fucked up, and like we should stop paying attention to them because they're bad did you see this is so funny um salma hayek like made a instagram post about the queen because the queen got covid and she was like she had this like weird instagram post where she was like like wishing the queen like a speedy recovery like god save the queen or whatever and then alfonso caron's daughter was like what the fuck (laughs) like left a comment that was like salma what the fuck Oh my god. That was very funny. Yeah, I don't care about the royal family, like, in the slightest. I'm like, this is, these people are a waste of time. Like, they do do, nothing. I just think that it's like, it's so, you do, you are like, this does sort of tie into the Blair storyline a little bit. But, like, I do think that Kate Middleton is sort of like trapped in a very unhappy marriage and really can't do anything about it um and like that really sucks and i think charles is an asshole and camilla's an asshole and william's an asshole and i think probably like harry is harry is like kind of a dumbass but like i think he's in his heart he's like probably a good person or like a better person than the rest of them and i think that um he's like He's done some really atrocious stuff. Yeah, never forget that. Messing up like a Nazi. But like, he also, I don't know. I was watching a TikTok that was like, these are the people who the royal family forced Harry to hang out with, and he wasn't like allowed to have other friends. And this is the one who convinced him to do the Nazi thing. And it's like, I think you still, he's an adult and can make, he was an adult at that time and could make a better decision. But it's like, they're just surrounded intentionally with like incredibly toxic people. Right, with like monsters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the British yeah. nobility are like. I know. I just like, it really does drive. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I feel like this week of my, the content I'm consuming, like, just specifically this episode of Gossip Girl and then Spencer. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't want it. Not that I ever wanted to be a princess, I don't think, but this seems fucking cursed. 
think it's it's bad. I think that like being a public figure at all is bad. Yeah. Being a yeah. public fi- figure with like like all kinds of crazy nonsense attached to it. Yeah, I was going to say like not even like legitimate responsibility. Like all this like symbolic responsibility or like symbolic and, like, power the- that like you don't that doesn't actually like yield anything. And there's no way for you to retire from public life. Like it, right. if you are the president, you are in the public eye for 4 to 8 years and then you like leave and if you don't want to talk to anybody again, <laughs> Right. You don't, you like, yeah, there's, you know, you're never like a fully private you're citizen. You're never like again. anonymous. Yeah. Right. But like the level of exposure that you have is much, much more limited. And that's not the same with the royal family. Like from when you were born to when you die, you are right. in the spotlight. So I know. I wonder how that little George will do. Isn't that his name? The little baby? He's very cute, I will say. Their kids are cute. Yeah, those weird little Aryan kids. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, um, oh, and then I did want to recommend, Amanda, I sent you this on uh, via YouTube, and I'm not sure if you've ever watched it. I emailed I did, it to you. I watched part of it. I follow her on TikTok. She's amazing. Oh, so she's so funny. So if anyone is looking for a new person to follow on YouTube, um, I'm obsessed with her. Um, her YouTube handle is Nisi Pisa. She's so funny. She does these window shopping videos where she, like, goes through, like, Torrid and, like, Shein, aka Shein side, and (laughs) never forget. And then we'll just, like, make fun of the stuff. And she does, like, beauty stuff. She's very funny, so I've really been enjoying her content. She's the one, if you're on TikTok, I'm sure you've heard her voiceover, where she's like, don't you feel stupid? Or don't you feel silly? don't you feel a little bit ridiculous or something? I don't remember exactly what she says, but. Um, okay, sure. As someone who isn't on TikTok, I'm not familiar, but maybe our it's like who are on TikTok. It's a very, she's like pretty ubiquitous. She's pretty ubiquitous on TikTok. Okay. Well, I highly recommend her YouTube. It's really been getting me through my days. Um. Okay, let's stop because I want to hear your thoughts on Ukraine. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. Talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Okay.